So what is a lean release for a motor vehicle and how do you get one for a car that you have that you need to get a clean, clear title? If you have a vehicle that has had a lien recorded against the title record at the DMV, the DMV is prohibited by law from issuing a new title to anybody, even the current owner, until that lien release is cleared from the title record. For example, if you purchase a vehicle from a dealership and you get a loan from, let's say, Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo will have that dealership issue the title in your name as the owner, but have them listed as a lien holder in the official title record at the DMV. The DMV will then send the title document to the bank. They'll hold it until you pay off your loan. When you pay off your loan, they take the title out of their drawer. It says your name as the owner. It says their name as the lien holder. They stamp it paid, they sign it, and they mail it to you. What happens if you lose that title document? If you lose it or if you never received it, you can't just go to DMV and request a duplicate title because as far as they're concerned, there's still a lien on it. Even if it's 10, 15 years later, most instances, the lender does not notify the DMV that that title is clear. They just mail you the physical document and they put it in your hands after that because they figure you have the title, so what's the problem? Well, the problem is that if the title gets lost, the DMV doesn't have any notice that the title's paid off. And the reason that the banks do that is because it'll take some time and, and effort and sometimes cost money to file for a lien to be removed from a title. So they just mail you the title, figure that's good enough. So if later on you need a lien release, or if you've purchased a vehicle that had a lien on it, you need to get a lien release. And the way it works is you have to submit a very specific document called the lien satisfaction or lien release to the DMV. Here's an example on the state of California. This is their lien release document. In this case, it must be notarized, right? So you put the information of the vehicle, the name of the owner, that's you, you know, Joe Schmo is the owner, and then the lien holder information, name of bank or finance company, the business address, the mailing address if it's different, and then the signature of the legal owner or authorized agent signature. And this is something we'll talk about in a minute or two, authorized agent. This could be important later, right? And then the printed name of that person, and it has to be notarized in California. Some states don't require notary, some states do. So if you have a, a vehicle, it's titled in California, it has a loan from Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo would sign this form, submit it to DMV, it would clear it. And this is what you'd need to do if you had a title and lost it or you need to clear a lien. Now, when it comes time to do this, it's very important that as a vehicle owner that you request that lien release in a certain way. You don't want to call up the bank. You don't want to email them. You don't want to put it through on their customer service on their website. The only way we recommend requesting a lien release is by taking this form, printing it, fill it out 100% with all the information, and just put a little arrow or a sticky arrow next to the signature line right here so they know where to sign. Mail it to the bank in an envelope using postal mail. So that way, it makes it easy for the bank. In addition, in that envelope, take a return envelope, put your name and address on it, put a stamp on it to send it back to you. So it makes it very easy for the bank to send it back. The reason why is this. Banks do not have a department of lien release agents. They're not people just sitting around waiting to do lien releases. They're in the business of doing new loans, collecting payments on loans, doing marketing. They don't have a lien release department in most cases, especially smaller lenders. So what you want to do is make it easy for them. 
fill out the form 100%, mail it to them, put a return envelope. In addition, we recommend taking it another step and sending also what's called a letter of non-interest as an alternative. Sometimes if the loan is too old, they can't find it in their system or it's charged off or there's something that that is in their computer that makes it look like they're not supposed to do a lien release. An alternative is a letter of non-interest. It's basically a letter that says, we XYZ Bank have no interest in this vehicle and have no, um, no objection to the lien being cleared and they can sign it. Include that as an alternative. So if the lender is looking at this form and saying, hey, yeah, I don't know about this because I can't see that it's released. I can't see that you know it's paid off because it's, it's, uh, it's an old loan. They can sign a letter of non-interest and mail that back. In most cases, that'll be equivalent to a lien release for the DMV to clear it. Now, there's a couple other things that come up. What happens if the lender can't be found? Well, most lenders can be found if they're still operating. They have an address. They may have moved, but they have an address. But what if they're out of business? Well, in almost every case, financial institutions actually don't go out of business. They may stop operating as a lender, but usually what they do is they sell their assets to another company because they may still have loans on the books. They have customer information, and those are valuable assets. So another lender or agency will take them over. How do you find that out? Well, here's an example. You can look up FDIC records. Here's an example of Wachovia Bank, which is a bank that used to exist, inactive as of 2010. But you can look up that they have a successor bank. They were taken over by Wells Fargo, and now they have a Wells Fargo address. So if you had an old loan with Wachovia that needs to be released of lien, Wachovia is their successor. Even go back farther, right? Um, First Fidelity Bank in 1994 was acquired by Wachovia. So if you had a loan with First Fidelity or First People's Bank, for example, from Edwardsville, Pennsylvania, then it went to Wachovia and then went to Wells Fargo. So these are all examples of where you can track down the current operator. Here's the the record merged and subsequently operated as part of Wells Fargo Bank, right? And all these other banks, same thing. First Union went into Wachovia. So here's a list of banks that if you had a loan with any of these banks, it went from Keystone to Wachovia to Wells Fargo. You can also look at another option for getting a lien release. Here's a bank, and again, I just use this as an example. I did a search for any company with the name bank in it in Florida, this is not necessarily an active bank or has anything to do with car titles, but um, here's a bank called Capital South Bank. If you had a loan with Capital South Bank and they are now inactive, according to the Secretary of State records, right, which is where this comes from, they had a mailing address, principal address, and a registered agent. That registered agent, CT Corporate System, Plantation, Florida, may have signing authority for subsequent documents. In addition, there were officers and directors, W. Dan Puckett in Birmingham, Carol Marsh in Birmingham. Who knows if these uh, people are still related to the company, but there are parties which may have signing authority even after the corporation has become inactive. And again, it's more of a legal question. They would know if they have that authority. But what you can do is the same thing. You fill out the lien release form like this, letter of non-interest. You mail one to the registered agent. You mail one to a potential officer and they may have authority to send it back. So it's not a dead end if the lien holder appears to not be operating. 
in almost every case when it looks like a lender is out of business, as clients will tell us, it's usually not that they're out of business. It's that they may be not operating actively as a lender, and now they may be merged with another bank, or they may be operating as another business, or there may be executives or officers or registered agents that can sign your form for you. So there's always a pathway. If it's charged off, it was in bankruptcy. If there are other mitigating factors, lien mitigation, there may be documents that can be signed. So keep that in mind. A lien release is something that's needed. The DMV can't clear it just on your say-so. Even if you have receipts showing you paid it off, the DMV is not allowed to use those to clear a lien. It has to come from the lien holder. As a last resort, if uh, the lien holder doesn't send back your forms or there's some other problem, you can do a court order title or a magistrate title. There's information on our website about that. But start with these processes. Again, don't call them on the phone. Don't email them. Don't try to do anything online. Submit the paper documents because even if you call them on the phone and the person says, yeah, I'll do that for you, and they hang up, now what do they have to do? They have to find this form, right? They have to fill it out. They have to find an envelope, mail it, stamps, everything. Anywhere along that process, it could fall through the cracks because they don't have a specific department that's looking to do this. There's no benefit for them to do this. So if you make it easy, your probability is much higher. Even about eight years ago when we started putting a return address stamp on the envelope to come back to the client, the response rate went up by 20, almost 30%, right? So those little details can make a big difference on getting back your documents for lien release much quicker.